0: Hello Angels, my name is Heaven, I am a Reiki master and a teacher, a truth seeker and a light worker, and I am here to share my voice in all things spiritual, witchy, and crystals. Join along on this beautiful journey of growth, teaching, and learning. I am so happy to have you here with me together. Hello, 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 all my beautiful souls. I'm so happy to be here. The sun is shining. It feels good. And this podcast episode is going to be great as well. We're going to get into something I wish I had known at the beginning of my journey. And while most of you know me as love and light, which I definitely am, I really resonate with that and I try to maintain it. I also don't like bypassing things, and I actually have that as an upcoming episode all about spiritual bypassing. It's very interesting, and it's a very real thing that we see within the community. But today, we are going to talk about spiritual red flags, things that you may want to look out for in the community, in your own intuition, what they feel like, what they look like, all of the things As I mentioned, a lot of this is stuff I wish I had known. But when I first started, you know, my journey, I just trusted everyone and everything. I did not listen to my intuition. (laughs) And this is something that you really need to do when it comes to your journey. Your intuition does not lie. It will never lie to you. So listen to it. It's there. It's your inner compass. Listen to that compass. I also asked All of you on Instagram, if you had any questions, and I will be answering those at the end. I think I might make this a thing, like ask me any questions and I'll answer them in my podcast because I love to answer all spiritual questions. And you know, if I don't know the answer, I go and I do research and I find a really good answer. Um, But yeah, I think I might make this a normal thing. It it feels fun. (laughs) So with all that being said, we'll get right into it because I have a lot I want to talk about when it comes to this topic We love a good green flag and we see lots of green flags in the spiritual community. More green flags than red. People get into this, you know, field of work. They go on their journeys to help people. They want to help people so much. There are others though that aren't coming from such a great place or a place of love and that's okay. That's why I'm here to kind of explain what to look out for and to trust in. So the first one is a DM for reading. If anyone ever DMs you asking to do a reading for you or saying that your energy was calling out to them and then they ask you for money, never give in to this. There are a lot of scammers out there right now doing this and a lot of scammers that are impersonating other spiritual influencers or spiritual guides their Instagram accounts, never Ever give them your money if they ever approach you and say you know I feel this about you and you are this type of healer and all of this and I can give you more information if you give me this amount of money don't give it to them red flag <laughs> and know that any actual spiritual guide coach healer anything like that they will never approach you and ask you this Intimacy is so important when it comes to the healing journey and they will never just start off a conversation by asking you for money or for trying to exploit you for money. That's just not how we work, not how we roll. We always wait for you to take that initiative. Once you feel like you can trust us, amazing. We're going to send you that information. Or if I see something after, you know, having a conversation, really getting to know one another and I see that you would benefit from something yeah I'll send it your way but know that if you're getting a dm from a random account you've never spoken to and they're asking for money or something of the sorts no that's not right and also if they're trying to say this is one I've seen as well that you have something negative attached to you and only they can help you no 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 (laughs) don't listen to them that is not true You likely have beautiful energy and light beings all around you to protect you. Trust me, this is still a scam. (laughs) And I've seen it. I've had it happen to me, um, clients of mine, red flag. So that's the first red flag that I really see and witness. The second one is actually something that I teach in Reiki. And what I call this is the second heaven beings or energies. And essentially... These are the energies that aren't so kind. Sometimes they are physical. Most of the time, they're not, though. And they kind of come down here and not to freak anyone out, but they attach themselves to someone and then they guide them through this energy and they guide them into doing things that aren't coming from a place of love and happiness and joy And honestly, usually the ego of that person will take over and think it's all in their mind when there's something attached to them kind of leading them them this way. I really like to say that when we see people who seem to have extra superpowers or extra gifts that no one else can tap into... That's a red flag. They're likely being taken over by a second heaven. We all have gifts and we all have intuitive abilities, all of us. And there's not one who is able to tap more deeply into it than another. It's just about the devotion to tapping it in. If a guide or a healer ever tells you that you can't have what they have, that's a red flag. That is simply untrue. And that's their job. If that's, you know, how they're showing up, they're here to tell you how to get to their level. That's what we want. That's how we raise the collective awakening and the consciousness. So if anyone ever seems like they have spiritual superpowers, know that it's likely a second heaven energy attached to them, kind of having their ego believe this or think this way because it's just not true. Third red flag. If you ever have someone tell you to listen to them over your own intuition... That is a red flag. Your intuition will never lie to you. I even have it with my own clients where you know they come to a conclusion and they did it all on their own without actually listening to how I guided them. They got to the end result. That's amazing. They listened to their intuition. It doesn't matter what I said. I want them listening to them before me because that's the whole point. Listening to your own inner guidance without needing external validation. So if someone ever says that, Your intuition is wrong and you need to listen to them? No, definitely not the case. Our intuition is being guided by a higher intelligence, a higher consciousness. So it's virtually impossible for it to be wrong. It's insane the power that it holds when we really tap into it. I will never tell someone that their intuition is wrong. Always trust it and always believe in yours before anyone else's. It's like in the airplane when they say put your own oxygen mask on first before someone else's. Listen to your own intuition first before anyone else's. Another huge spiritual red flag is if someone uses spirituality to exploit you. And this is actually quite common and it's sad. And this is where... You can see gaslighting come in because gaslighting can be something that happens in any relationship. If you see someone using a spiritual concept, especially to invalidate you or to manipulate you into doubting what really happened to you, your experience, your reality, your your perception on an experience, know that your experience is always valid always 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 valid and we don't put up with any sort of spiritual gaslighting in here when it comes to being exploited this can mean give me this information because the higher power is telling me that i need this information and when you're really new in a spiritual journey you don't know your boundaries likely and you don't know what you can and cannot do know if it feels wrong or doesn't sit right with you to trust that because i have seen this happen before And I personally have gone through quite a few of these things myself. So if you ever have questions about it, let me know. I'm here. (laughs) But it's very serious and can be detrimental to someone's self-limiting beliefs. It could be detrimental to just their mental health and how they view the world in that spiritual lens. It can impact someone for the rest of their life. So be very aware of this. Another red flag could be saying that you're not developed enough within your own intuitive gifts, um, you're not being spiritual enough, you aren't in alignment if you don't do this thing, if you have a different belief in something that's higher power than us, your truth is not my truth. And I respect your truth just as much. It is so important. That's what makes us all here on earth So special because we get to have differing opinions and differing values, different views on the world that makes it so complex and dynamic and beautiful to me. And I will never tell you that something is wrong if you view it differently. Another one that I see often too is having an ego. And it's funny because I'm about to launch something all about this. So depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be out. Check my Instagram, or if you're on my emailing list, you'll know. But having an ego is not a bad thing. We do see it sometimes in the spiritual community where your ego is wrong, kill it. We don't want it here. No, no, no ego. If you have an ego, you are lesser than someone else, or if you listen to your ego, you're lesser than someone else. No, that is not true. We have an ego for a reason. And it's still a superpower when it's in an empowered state. So know that having an ego does not make you any less of a spiritual being. Another red flag is when free will is not respected. That's a huge thing. And what I mean by this is if you express a boundary, if you say, I don't want to talk about this or that, and they say, well, I know Source is giving me information. I know we need to go there. God is giving me information and I know we need to go there. And they cross that boundary when you're not ready. Do not allow this to happen. You are allowed to set boundaries on what you do and do not want to heal right now. That's okay. Don't allow anyone else to tell you any differently. Any light and love being, especially a guide, they are going to respect the hell out of this the hell out of this and I teach it to all my Reiki students all about free will and what that actually means in terms of working with other people so if that ever happens (laughs) know that you're allowed to set boundaries that's totally okay it's actually encouraged if you're not ready to dive into something yet I know that you have just as much wisdom inside of you you are the universe all within your little soul not even little soul that means expansive your big massive soul (laughs) Another one that I experienced was um, if you're being told to cleanse for hours at a time, hours, like I spent solid days of my life just cleansing because I was in a fear state. Please know that if you're on your spiritual journey, you're vibrating very high, very high. We want to have that spiritual protection, which I made a whole podcast episode about. However, if you're being told to cleanse your space for hours at a time, please know that you do not have to do that. If you're feeling called to, go for it. But if you're being told that if you don't do that, then bad things will happen to you. No, that's not okay. And honestly, seeing as we vibrate so high, it's really hard for these lower vibrating energies to enter into our auric field all of these things, I cleanse my space. I do with Reiki before every session. I maybe once a month do a smoke cleanse of my home, maybe once a month. I clean myself personally with Reiki in a shower. So I'm getting, you know, actual water cleansing down on me and then I'm adding Reiki to it. But that's really it. That's all I do. And I can happily say that I am not infiltrated with any negative energies I feel high vibrating most of the time. Emotions come in, yes, that's normal. But I definitely don't feel like anything is attached to me. And you can do that too. I think there's this misconception in the spiritual realm that we need to be cleansing all of the time. We don't. You don't have to do that if you're not feeling called to. There are so many protectors with us at all times that we can't see. At any given moment, I feel at least 20, at least around me, 20, 20 different guides. And it's the same for you. Has something ever happened and you just felt this shield of protection take over? If you've listened to my other podcast episodes, especially the ghost stories one, then you know I've witnessed it. Yes, the ego may come in sometimes. And give you that feeling like something's watching you. When you first start your spiritual journey or maybe even before you feel things watching you. The ego associates it with being a bad thing because it doesn't know what it is. When it's new, unknown, we immediately label it as dangerous. Dangerous. It sets off those signals in the body. But that's not always the case whatsoever. That's where you really need to sit with your intuition and ask that. Because most of the time, I feel someone lurking around my shoulder. My grandmother's always here hanging out. She really likes being here. And at first, that felt scary because I was like, okay, this is a lot. But that's just because my ego did not know what it was. And that's okay. I didn't show my ego what it was. And then with time, as we recognize that these energies are here and they're not harming me, the ego could recognize, oh, Okay, it's not, a, it's not a dangerous thing. It's not scary. We don't need to set those alarm bells off. We're fine. So again, go with your intuition. Your body will tell you if you need to be a bit on higher alert or not. Um, if something's happening. Because there are definitely things, as you saw or heard in that podcast episode, that happened that were a little scary, a little freaky. And my body told me that. So trust your intuition. If we had a shot for every time I said that, another red flag that one of my best friends brought forward to me, which is an interesting one. And I want to say, yes, it can happen in the spiritual community, but I feel like society just does this to us. Honestly, Um, she had this belief that if she wasn't going to do something or be something or heal more, she couldn't have her desires. And then she was instilled with this fear that if she made one wrong move, everything would just fall apart. And this can be ingrained by someone in a spiritual community. It absolutely can be. And that's a red flag. I'm here to tell you that if today you decide all you want to do is read a book, that you are not further away from your desires or your purpose or your path. You are right where you need to be. You are right alongside it life is meant to be lived outside of healing all the time we're allowed to be human beings and live life and truthfully if we're always focused on healing that's an issue that is an issue we don't want to be in that place all the time that's like an overactive the whole chakra system is overactive in that case we want to still be human beings so I want you to know Even if society has programmed that thought into your mind that if you aren't doing something productive, then you're not making money or you're not receiving abundance or you're not getting anywhere. It's not always about that next thing. It's about being right here right now sometimes. And it's actually not great to always be thinking about that next thing. Okay, I finished that. What's next? I finished that. What's next? Continuously in that pattern, you're never going to live life that way. It's just going to pass you by. And the next thing you know, it's been a whole year and you're like, whoa, I didn't even see it. Where did it go? I never actually stopped to enjoy the view for a second. And this is something that can be ingrained in the spiritual community. We always need to be focusing on healing, 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 healing. Every single thing that I go through, it's about what healed me. How did this heal me? No, maybe it's just living life a little bit. So just keep that in the back of your mind. To stop and smell the roses every now and then. Stop and be a human. Stop and read that book for the day if that's what your body's craving. Stop and watch that Netflix episode and know that no one's going to punish you. Especially not the universe. The universe does not punish you for these things. That's a huge one. And I want to quote some someone in the spiritual community who I love dearly I'll probably send this to her after and just tell her that I quoted her because she made this quote a while ago and it just sits so well with me and it's a really good rule of thumb when it comes to anyone or anything in the spiritual community know that if it is fear there's any fear around it that's not spirit that's ego that's not coming from that place of love. So if you're being told to cleanse for hours at a time because you're scared that if you don't, something's going to come and hurt you, that's not spirit at all. That's ego. And that's okay. We can heal that. But keep that in the back of your mind. And Ashley, what a beautiful quote. I love that quote so much. She's just this like beautiful ball of light, and I love her so much for it. We need it so much right now. This episode will be a bit shorter, but these are a few of the spiritual red flags that I kind of had written down. If you ever have any questions about anything in the spiritual community and you want to know how I feel about it, let me know. And even as I said that, actually one more came to me, so I'm going to share it while we're here. Okay, this one actually happened to me in a way more client came to me with this and she was saying how she was talking to another spiritualist and she was expressing how she kind of wanted to learn Reiki and like how exciting Reiki is and that individual said you're too advanced for Reiki why would you even go there like no Reiki's like way down there and okay I'm biased a little bit I am I love Reiki and truly Truly, it is for no, there's no level of spiritualness that you need to be at to have Reiki become a part of your life. It only enhances your life. It only does better for your life. And I mean, ask my students, it can be hard to trust. It can be hard to trust this guidance and this energy that you actually can't see with the naked eye. That's hard to do, to surrender to this. Surrendering is so not easy. So if anyone ever tells you that one modality is superior or inferior to another, ask your gut. Ask your intuition. Do we think that? I already had a calling to Reiki and then this person told me that. Has that filtered my thoughts towards Reiki? we don't want that. I don't think anything is superior or inferior to another. In fact, I want to learn all of it because I find it so interesting. All of the things. If any client ever comes up to me and is like, I want to know about XYZ. I'm like, you're feeling the calling. Go listen to it. What are you doing? The calling has, you know, made itself known. Listen to it. So just know that um, I will never say one is better than another. Depending on your energy, you're going to be called to different things. For example, I love Reiki and my sister loves anything to do with hypnosis and the brain and the mind. That's okay. Not one is better than the other. They're equal. They're all helping people. So that's one that I just remembered now. I don't think there's any more that are going to pop through. (laughs) I don't think they will. If they do, I'll make an Instagram post about them. Okay, now I want to get to answering some questions that I got from Instagram. So I got quite a few little ones. I'm going to pick out, I'm going to pick out the ones that, you know, are the loudest and they'll pretty much cover all of the questions. So I got deck recommendations for beginners. And when she says deck, I think she means like Oracle or tarot decks truthfully. And I talk a lot about this in my ebook that I wrote. Oracle will be the best way to start. The reason being tarot you actually have to learn what each card means and between and across all tarot decks they mean the same thing so you're going to want to learn the meanings the signs the symbols the numbers of all 78 tarot cards which can be really overwhelming for a beginner whereas oracle cards these cards all have their own individual themes they have you know, different amounts of cards in each deck. They have different symbols, different signs unique to the deck. So I always say go Oracle. A few that I would recommend if you're really just starting out would be the Sacred Self-Care Oracle, the Oracle of the Fairies, um, the Keepers of the Light Oracle cards. Those ones are going to be really user-friendly. I also love... The Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards, they're all incredible to use. But if you're feeling called to work with a different deck, go for it. Every Oracle deck that you'll get, as long as it's the regular size and not a pocket size edition, will have a book inside that explains everything, every card. It will explain how to cleanse the deck. It'll explain how to use those specific cards all in this little book. So you really can't go wrong. There's no way for you to go wrong. And that makes it really easy and a really comfortable thing to get started in. Again, I would recommend my ebook because I break it down so much that you feel really safe and secure when you're adventuring out into this new territory, which is card reading. I really think Oracle cards are the way to go with that. Next, I had, how do you get back into your routine after a fallback? Well, okay, let's see. Let's see how I want to answer this. (laughs) I think it really depends if you mean like after being away from your normal environment. So if you went on a trip or something, then getting back into it, I would just start doing the things that I love again, even if it's just one thing a day, one small thing a day. If I'm already in my environment and I fall off track, which happens, that's when I ask myself why, because is it due to the fact that I'm not having grace with myself and my body's asking for different things and I'm not listening. So instead, and in turn, I just stop doing all of it because it's very much something and a way that the body speaks to you. Or is it because I'm self-sabotaging somewhere? Because there's definitely times in my life where I wake up and I grab my phone And it's a form of self-sabotage when I know how bad that is for my mental health. So it really depends what you already did. To get back on track, I say this to my clients all the time. You need to have grace with yourself. Explore why you stopped with something not working. Have a few things on a list that you know you love and Start with those first, and it doesn't have to be right when you wake up. Just do them throughout the day. So I like to dance. I usually dance in the morning, but if I don't get to it, then I make it a point to dance in the afternoon or in the shower before bed. I make it a point to do those things that I love any point throughout the day, and it makes me feel like I still accomplished that. So explore why you fell off track in the first place. Because you know, doing Reiki, I always want to find the root. And really sit with yourself. Bring the journal out. Ask yourself, am I self-sabotaging? Is there something I need to heal? Am I holding on to something? Because the body does things to get us to listen to it. And when we're not, we'll feel it. We'll feel the imbalance so deeply. And if you have any other questions about this, please DM me. I would love to help more. (laughs) Then I had someone else ask me, what do your mornings look like? (laughs) And I love this so much. And she actually asked me to make a whole podcast about it, which I definitely could if that's something that is of interest. And it's funny because I go through this so deeply with my coaching clients. It's really important. And I say it's like the sandwich, your morning and your night times your rituals and your routines that you're doing here, it makes up the sandwich of your day. So what I do typically in a morning is I wake up, I go get completely ready for the day because I know if I don't get ready then and there, I will not be going back to get ready. So I make it a point to get ready for work. I change clothes always, even though I work from home. I know how it makes me feel, even if I'm just putting leggings on. Getting out of my PJs and my nighttime clothes, I feel a lot better. And then I go and I usually chug a bunch of water. And then I make a little fizzy, (laughs) a little fizzy from Arbonne. I love those things so much. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. And I add greens to it. Get that in me. And then at this point, I ask myself, what do I want to do this morning? I do not have a set in stone morning ritual. I don't like it. I've tried it and it feels really forced. I make it a point to ask my body what it needs today. Is that meditation? Is that reading a book? Is that dancing? Is that stretching? Is that Pilates? What is it? What is the thing that I need this morning? Is it journaling? A card pull? All of these things. I ask myself what I want. And by opening up that conversation, I get to tune into how my body is feeling. And I say, okay, how we, how we going today? what are we doing? And I check in with everyone. And again, I have my coaching clients do this too. The meeting is what we call it. The meeting with the team. Setting that time aside to have a meeting and ask your ego how it's feeling, your inner child how she's feeling or he. Asking your higher self how they're feeling. Asking your future self, your past self, all of you. Asking all of you how you feel. And with time, you may notice that people have different things that they want to share. And they want to say, and that's amazing. We validate all of them. And from there, I feel like I can really make a decision on what I want to do. It's definitely a different way to go about it. I was actually talking to my sister about morning rituals and why being on autopilot is a good thing when the autopilot actions that you're doing are for your higher good and your higher self. So being on autopilot Is actually a really good thing because it saves energy this can be bad if you're doing things that are not great so if you wake up and go grab your phone and then you have five minutes to get ready and you're rushing and then you don't eat and then you don't drink anything you just run out the door the more you do this the more that's getting set in stone that that's your autopilot behavior Whereas if you can choose, okay, autopilot, I notice that I wake up right away. I go to the bathroom. I get ready. I go make my drinks. I then sit with myself and I ask the meeting and that from there, I stop the autopilot to make that decision, make the decision, and then I continue on. I thought autopilot was bad, but everyone is on autopilot. We all are as human beings. We want to reserve our energy for other tasks usually to reserve it for that fight or flight if that ever happens. Um, Our creative nature, we save it for. Other pieces of us that need more of our energy, we save it for that. So the brain knows when to go on autopilot, which is pretty interesting. Honey, let's see. Honey wants to add some things to the podcast. (laughs) What do you have to say, bubs? Bye, bubbies. She's leaving the room now. She gave the microphone a nice big kiss. So yes, thank you, honey. (laughs) So that is all that. I did have a few people ask questions about tarot and wanting to learn about tarot, which I could do on the podcast. I could break it down into different pieces and parts from what I know at this level in tarot. A lot of what I learn is self-taught through using these cards every single day (laughs) and there's still things that I'm learning about them tarot is so extensive and I love it for that you can really tell a story and you can get really crystal clear on a way that the energy is trying to speak almost like talk to you and I love tarot for that um I've had a lot of questions on this so may have to get into that But yes, if you, to bring it all back around, if you ever experience any sort of spiritual red flag, please let me know. Um, If you're still going through it, let me know. They happen. Know your own intuition is the best guide for these things and that you are allowed to have boundaries and you're allowed to ask questions. That's what spirituality is all about. We want to ask the questions and we want to know what our truth is. (laughs) Sorry, honey is meowing again. So yes, with all that being said, I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. Happy, happy Thursday. It's almost Friday, almost the weekend. Woo! And I will speak to you all in next week's episode. I love you guys so much. Bye, guys.